The Lord is, is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves gladden him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 71 on page 425 In thee, O Lord, have I put my trust, let me never be put to confusion. But rid me, and deliver me in thy righteousness, incline thine ear unto me, and save me. Be thou my stronghold, whereunto I may alway resort. Thou hast promised to help me, for thou art my house of defense, and my castle. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the ungodly, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For thou, O Lord God, art the thing that I long for. Thou art my hope, even from my youth. Through thee have I been holden up ever since I was born. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall be always of thee. I am become, as it were, a monster unto many, but my sure trust is in thee. O let my mouth be filled with thy praise, that I may sing of thy glory and honor all the day long. Cast me not away in the time of age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth me. For mine enemies speak against me, and they that lay wait for my soul take their counsel together, saying, God hath forsaken him. Persecute him and take him, for there is none to deliver him. Go not far from me, O God. My God haste thee to help me. Let them be confounded and perish that are against my soul. Let them be covered with shame and dishonor that seek to do me evil. As for me, I will patiently abide always, and will praise thee more and more. My mouth shall daily speak of thy righteousness and salvation, for I know no end thereof. I will go forth in the strength of the Lord God. 
and will make mention of thy righteousness only. Thou, O God, hast taught me from my youth up until now. Therefore will I tell of thy wondrous works. Forsake me not, O God, in mine old age, when I am gray-headed, until I have showed thy strength unto this generation, and thy power to all them that are yet forth to come. Thy righteousness, O God, is very high, and great things are they that thou hast done, O God, who is like unto thee. O what great troubles and adversities hast thou showed me, yet dost thou turn and refresh me, yea, and broughtest me from the deep of the earth again. Thou hast brought me to great honor, and comforted me on every side. Therefore will I praise thee in thy faithfulness, O God, playing upon an instrument of music. Unto thee will I sing upon the harp, O thou Holy One of Israel. My lips will be glad when I sing unto thee, and so will my soul whom thou hast delivered. My tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded and brought into shame that seek to do me evil. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifth chapter of the book of Joshua. So it was when all the kings of the Amorites, who were on the west side of the Jordan, and all the kings of the Canaanites, who were by the sea, heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan from before the children of Israel until we had crossed over, that their heart melted, and there was no spirit in them any longer because of the children of Israel. At that time the Lord said to Joshua, Make flint knives for yourself, and circumcise the sons of Israel against again the second time. So Joshua made flint knives for himself, and circumcised the son of Israel at the hill of the foreskins. And this is, why, this is the reason why Joshua circumcised them. All the people who came out of Egypt who were males, all the men of war, had died in the wilderness on the way, after they had come out of Egypt. For all the people who came out had been circumcised, but all the people born in the wilderness on the way as they came out of Egypt had not been circumcised. For the children of Israel walked forty years in the wilderness, till all the people who were men of war who came out of Egypt were consumed because they did not obey the voice of the Lord, to whom the Lord swore that he would not show them the hand which the Lord had sworn to their, for their fathers that he would give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. Then Joshua circumcised their sons, whom he raised up in their place. For they were uncircumcised, because they had not been circumcised on the way. So it was, when they had finished circumcising all the people, that they stayed in their places in the camp, till they were healed. Then the Lord said to Joshua, This day I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Therefore the name of the place is called Gilgal to this day. Now the children of Israel camped in Gilgal, and kept the Passover on the fourteenth day of the month, at twilight, on the plains of Jericho. 
And they ate of the produce of the land on the day after the Passover, unleavened bread and parched grain on the very same day. Then the manna ceased on the day after they had eaten the produce of the land, and the children of Israel no longer had manna. <clears throat> but they ate the food of the land of Canaan that year. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted his eyes and looked. <clears throat> and behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said, Are you for us or for our adversaries? So he said, No, but as commander of the army of the Lord I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped, and said to him, Why does my Lord say to his what does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take your sandal off your foot. For the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven. Praise and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth verse of the sixth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray, and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples to himself, and from them he chose twelve, whom he also named apostles, Simon, whom he also named Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon called the Zealot, Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who also became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem. And from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases, as well as those who were tormented, tormented with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for power went out from him and healed them all. Then he lifted up his eyes toward his disciples and said, Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you shall be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. 
Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they exclude you and revile you, and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for indeed your reward is great in heaven, for in like manner their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, <clears throat> for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full, for you shall hunger. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who never fails to help and govern those whom thou dost bring up in thy steadfast fear and love, 
Keep us, we beseech thee, under the protection of thy good providence, and make us to have a perpetual fear and love of thy holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty, everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. A number of interesting points in our lessons today we'll start with the New Testament lesson. We note here that Jesus uh, withdraws uh, into prayer, continues all night in prayer. And if we look at the ministry of Jesus, we see somewhat of a rhythm of this, that he is engaged intensely in ministry. Uh, we've got done debating people in, in the temple, which is a taxing thing. Uh, ministry itself in a positive way is, is, is taxing but dealing with troubles and oppositions is doubly so. And he withdraws to pray, and that rhythm of withdrawing to prayer and then engaging is an essential rhythm in the Christian life. Um, it's probably true that based on our vocation and our gifts, that some people have more ability to spend more time in sort of a contemplative silence relative to active engagement, but all uh, Christians are called to this rhythm of prayer and engagement. And th definitely the, the, the temptation in our world is to always be doing, 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 and not withdraw into, into prayer, where you, in prayer, we reconnect with God. Um, we're we're, we're reconnected um, to the kingdom, to the larger vision of life, which then we bring back into the world. And when we never do that, we never withdraw from the, the immediate focus, we, we lose our perspective. We get caught up in all the things. That's why prayer is so essential and a discipline. We have to stop and, as it were, do nothing. As we And out of this uh, withdrawal, Jesus gets his vision to choose the apostles. He comes out of his time away to choose the apostles. We, we should note, apart from obviously the 12 and all that means, there's certainly a principle here, too, of delegation. Jesus has a lot of work to do. He draws and prays. He comes out of his prayer and appoints 12 people to help him. Um, sometimes we're so caught up in things, prayer can help us you know, to let go, draw other people into it, share the work of the kingdom. And um, he also, um, then we have this, this um, what are called the... Uh, the Lucan Beatitudes, and it's sometimes called, whereas Matthew's version of the Beatitudes is the Sermon on the Mount, uh, the Lucan version is sometimes called the Sermon on the Plain, because it says he came to a level place. And the, the difference between the Luke's version and the Matthew version is, Matthew in Matthew he says, blessed are the poor in spirit, but here he says, blessed are you poor. So out of his prayers, choosing of the 12, he's pronouncing a, a, a particular blessing on those who follow him. And the particular blessing is that those who, who endure some privation or lack for the sake of the kingdom will be, will receive reward. 
Blessed are you poor, those who are following me, becoming poor to follow me, because you will be made full. And the, and the corresponding, um, you know, the, the, the imprecations, woe to you, the woes are those who hold on to the temporal uh, and, and try to grab what they need now without regard to the kingdom, because uh, when the fullness of truth is revealed, the temporal things will be revealed to be merely temporal. And so um, this is a blessing on those who are in the kingdom. If we cycle back then into the Old Testament lesson, there's kind of a um, an illustration of, of these principles because we, we have the Israelites going into the promised land. A lot of things happen. Here's the generations entered the promised land. They eat the fruit of the land. The manna ceases. In other words, God has fulfilled his promise. Who's not there? All the grumblers, all the people who wouldn't wait, wouldn't wait on God, wouldn't trust God through the time of trial, who wouldn't engage some privation for the sake of faithfulness. They didn't make it. Who made it? All the people that remember they complained about our children will die in the wilderness. All their children are now in the promised land. And 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 so this is the the blessing is brought out that that those who um, got God's God's people, God will always fulfill this promise. The question is, will we be amongst those in whom it is fulfilled because we hold on to our faith and faithfulness? And so they also, as they go in the promised land, they renew the covenant. We get this interesting fact that there was no circumcision in the wilderness. Not only did the faithful adults be un, not only were they unfaithful, they stopped observing the rights of faithfulness of, of circumcising their children. So the covenant is renewed here. And this makes the point that just as God was faithful to his promise, he'll be faithful to his promise here, but his people must remain connected to him. And when they operate in his power, they will conquer. And when they don't, they don't. And they must first be in the covenant. So the covenant is renewed. And it, we're also told in this lesson that all the kings are all afraid. They're not afraid because the Israelites, any native power, God has parted the Red Sea. God is with them. When God is with them, it's a fearsome army. When God departs from them, we're going to see this in the upcoming thing. They, they can either in the power of God and obedience conquer Jericho and make walls fall, or they can in their own disobedience lose a battle to some little podunk city uh, called I. So this reminds us about our prayer. We always, we always come back to our prayer to renew our and remember who we are and renew ourselves in New Testament terms in the spirit so that we're then fighting the battle. And, and when we're in the battle with God, God fights it for us. And that's an interesting that there's a, a final cryptic note, this commander of the Lord's army. We should note that the words that he says to Joshua, take off your, your shoes, you're standing holy ground parallel almost exactly what God said to Moses on Mount Sinai. So we have a clear parallel between Moses and here, although this seems to be a lesser appearance, the commander, whereas Moses actually sees God here, Joshua sees the commander of the Lord's army. But is there a question, are you, are you for us or for our enemies? And he says, no, the commander of the Lord's army, which means God will fight God's battle. When God's people are with God, then that will be their battle. But when they depart into something else, God won't fight that battle. So when we're fighting our battle in Christ, 
God will be with us and we will conquer. When we decide to fight our own little battle, we're not, we don't have that power with us anymore. We're kind of on our own. And so this <clears throat> reminds us of this, the, the importance of, of faithfulness and getting back to Jesus, of continually withdrawing to prayer and renewing ourselves and our repentance, our faith, our orientation, we can go out in, into life uh, and be fruitful and, and conquer. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Father John. Thank, Thank you, Bishop. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a good day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Andrew Landers. Mm -mm, Cheryl. There's Cheryl. Um, so they don't.